Hey, this is Els Bailey. You're listening to Sound and Country Vision on Siren Radio. Welcome to the 21st edition of Sound and Country Vision and our Halloween special. Um, that was Chloe Rose in the background there with Lungs. We thought that was quite an appropriate song. Um, 
for the the type of show we've got going today. And and actually, unfortunately, Chloe couldn't make it anymore, and she's sort of been replaced with with Ben. So hello, Ben. Welcome to the show. Yes, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> unfortunately, I won't have the same uh, same appearances as her. I'm afraid. Um, I don't sing that well at all. Chloe does apologise, but she's she's got some exciting times ahead. And uh, good luck with the audition, Chloe. We've all got our fingers crossed for you here in in the studio. Um, but coming up, we've got a lot of country tunes, um, a lot of traditional ones, um, to get us in the spooky spirit. Quite a spooky, spectacular show. Um, we've also got Cameron Marlowe uh, coming on to the show. He's going to be talking about his blind audition uh, on NBC's The Voice, the USA show. So we're quite excited about that. Um, and we've got uh, The Rising return with more news on new music uh, and Penny Riviera. So there's a lot to pack into the one-hour show. Uh, but let's start it off with Charlie's Daniels Band. That always makes me laugh when it comes in. And Devil Went Down to Georgia. The Devil Went Down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind and he was willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man sewing on a fiddle and playing it hot And the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and said, boy, let me tell you what I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too And if you'd care to take a dare, I'll make a bet with you Now you play pretty good fiddle, boy, but give the devil his due I bet a fiddle of gold against your soul, cause I think I'm better than you The boy said, my name's Johnny and it might be a sin But I'll take your bet and you're gonna regret, cause I'm the best as ever been Johnny, rise up your bow and play your fiddle hard Cause hell's broke loose in Georgia and the devil deals the cards And if you win, you get this shiny fiddle made of gold But if you lose, the devil gets your soul The devil opened up his case and he said, I'll start this show and fire flew from his fingertips as he rosened up his bow and he pulled the bow across the strings and it made an evil hiss and then a band of demons joined in and it sounded something like this Johnny said, well, you're pretty good, old son, but sit down in that chair right there and let me show you how it's done. Fire on the mountain, run, boys, run. The devil's in the house of the rising sun. Chicken in the bread pan, picking out dough. Granny says your dog bite, no child, no. bowed his head because he knew that he'd been beat and he laid that golden fiddle on the ground at Johnny's feet Johnny said devil just come on back if you ever want to try again I done told you once you son of a bitch I'm the best as ever been he played fire on the mountain run boy run devil's in the house of the rising sun a chicken in the bread pan a picking 
I think Cameron's disappeared. Oh, it's a bit spooky. So we're going to go with another Halloween classic or country classic. So Eric, Eric Church creeping.
Eric Church with Creepin'. I think that's got us into the Halloween spirit a little bit. Uh, and joining us now uh, is The Rising, and I think that's quite a, a good name for Halloween. Rising it Up, is. you kind of mentioned yeah. that, didn't you, Ben? Yeah. Rising Up, and we have uh, band members Chris and Chantelle on the line. Hello. Hey, All right. how's it going? Very well, thank you. How are you guys? Oh, we're doing right. <laughs> really good. Busy, busy. Uh, I, I've got a, as we were just saying, I've got a, another guest in the studio with me, Ben. Uh, he's kind of replaced Chloe this evening, so. <laughs> yeah, I, unfortunately, I won't have the same effect as Chloe would do on, on this, on this occasion. He's coming to learn about country music, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, it's very different for me, but I'm very open to it. <laughs> well, uh, Chris and uh, Chantelle, they're, they're not new to the show. You've been on quite a few times, haven't you? So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, you've been keeping busy. Um, you've got a new album out, haven't you? Yeah. It's, it's out now, yeah. moving on. Yeah, moving on. It came out in August there. It was pretty big. And is it, you can buy it on vinyl, can't you, as well as CD? Yeah, yeah, we're really excited about vinyl. You know, we're all vinyl nuts here. <laughs> you know, we we'll had to get it out in vinyl. Just, uh, it's something different about listening to it in vinyl. Now, uh, we're going to be talking about the second single, I believe, on this album, which is Even the Stars Fall For You, uh, and we're going to listen to it in a minute, but can you tell us a bit of background on the song? Well, we're actually shooting the video as we speak, so that's a bit of uh, insider information. Oh, okay, wow. That'll be coming shortly. Yeah, but the story behind it was really, we were uh, talking about all the things that we love, like music and everything, but uh, we came across... Uh, we came across like all these old love songs on Chris's like vinyl collection and we were like, oh my God, how great would it be to write a song that's about everything you dream about for love? So even the stars fall for you came around like that. Was this album, was this a country album or was it a mix of genres? This, this... Um, well, that's the, the old contentious question, isn't it? You know, and, yeah. uh, a lot of people will say yes, a lot of people will say no, but um, I guess for us, um, we... We'd like to think of ourselves as songwriters, first and foremost. Um, so in approaching the writing of this song, we just approached it as, let's write the best songs we can. Okay. And let the songs dictate where they shall go. Yeah, and all but, our kind of influences, just like all from country, as everyone knows, I'm a Carrie Underwood nut, I'm a Taylor Swift nut, and um, both the other boys are Keith Urban and all them kind of people. So it all came from just different genres that we all liked and... It's made the album that it is. Yeah, you just need to throw everything in a pot and see what, you know, about <laughs> and see what comes out, you know. In the cauldron, <laughs> in this case. <laughs> ben, you've just been learning about Carrie Underwood, haven't you? Yes, I have. I've uh, just been doing a bit of research into Carrie, actually. But, oh, no, I mean, I heard her name before, and I, I thought I'd do a bit of extra research into that. So, uh... Shall we listen, then, to Even the Stars Fall For You, and we'll see what Ben thinks of it? That sounds great. Yeah, let's go. <laughs>
even the stars fall for you, the rising. Oh, I really like that. I think, actually, what you I think, think it was then? quite a, quite a nice song. Actually, it was um, it was it was surprising. It was it reminded me of uh, sort of childhood. Well, it reminded me of childhood films and, and kind it? of the, the sort of the mm. you know the the rom com type yeah. films. That some of the songs you potentially would hear in there. <laughs> is, is, is that right? Has that done it? Is that good? Brilliant. It could be, see, it could be the soundtrack to a movie now. Mm, I think it'd do well. I think it would do. Now, would you, Ben, have incorporated that with country music? I, I, I don't know, but this is the thing. I think my country has different things to it, but I think incorporating certainly romance for it, I think that also works quite well. I think it's a nice little sort of uh, combination as such. <laughs> Now your uh, your new album, moving on, um, it, it's been getting good reviews. I mean, I, I saw in the Guitarist magazine you've you've got an eight out of ten. That was a really good review. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, that was great for me. You know, I read Guitarist magazine like a, from the age, and to actually be in it is you know eight out of ten was even better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, we'd we'd give it a ten out of ten. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. <laughs> Um, I actually wanted to, th- th- there's some, been some interesting statistics. Again, Chris, uh, you post quite a lot on social media uh, regarding music and streaming and, and sales. Um, and and I, I did read that um, the reports on, I think it's your recent album, it, that yeah. it's actually sold more physical copies, yeah. is that right, than the digital sales? Yeah, it's something that I never thought would, you know, because you're always told that, you know, streaming is a new thing and, no one buys physical anymore, so I thought that would be the case. But whenever yeah. we got the sales receipts back, it was actually CD and vinyl had outsold digital by three or four times. Yeah, it's very, very interesting. I mean, I've, yeah. I've looked into all of that. I mean, even my dissertation at uni, it was on all about that and social media and yeah. how it's changing. So that was really interesting uh, to hear, really. What do you think? Yeah, yeah I think I think it's all sort of, sort of on, on coming into a comeback. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you agree about the certain vinyls anyway, but uh, I know the vinyl era is certainly making a return. It's popular among millennials, I'd say, and I think increasingly the older generation are coming back in touch with vinyl because I think it's nice to have almost a bit like a, a book, really, rather than a digital copy. You want the physical, physical copy there. Yeah, yeah like... For me, anyway, like, when when I got my first final, like, I knew it was something that I could hold on to forever, and, I mean, I've, I've, I've lo- I love digital, I love streaming, I love everything, because it's music, music's great, but you see the vinyl, it's just a different sound, and it's something tangible, and it's something that you can just keep forever, and show your grandkids and your kids after that. Yeah, yeah plus people can actually see what records you have in your collection, rather than... You know. And the artwork's cool. Would yeah. you say you associate it with memories, though, as well? So, uh, you know, in time to come after having it for quite a while, you think of the opportunity when you first had it, or think it kind of associates memories and brings back memories. Yeah, yeah, we've kind of grown up around vinyl, to be honest. Like, our parents were really big into it, so... Same. Yeah, no, yeah, same, same with mine as well. And it, but it must be really cool to actually hold your very own vinyl of your very own music in your hand. I mean, that must be a great feeling. It's such a surreal feeling. You feel like it's an out-of-body experience because you're like, this is mine. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> now, because this is a uh, this is a Halloween special, um, I've also seen on Facebook that you were asking the public what their favourite Halloween movies were. So we'd kind of like to know what, what what's your favourite. Okay, well, Chris can start. <laughs> you seem to be big fans. <laughs> Probably not just because the movie's out, but probably the original Halloween would be my favourite. Okay. 
Okay. And, uh, I'm I'm gonna go traditional. Let's go hocus pocus. Oh, I love that one. Yeah, yeah they're, they're great. <laughs> it's amazing. It's my top. Like that's brilliant. And I mean, are you going to be doing anything on Halloween? Have you got any gigs? Are you going to be writing any Halloween music? Have you ever thought about that? Um, I don't think well, thought about writing a Halloween song, though. That would be cool, though. Well, we could do like a Halloween album. Yeah, yeah spooky songs. Cool. Horror albums. Yeah. Horror albums. Yeah. 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 Yeah old style 50s cinema so we'll be maybe videoing a bit of that you know our experience there we video yeah. blog might be coming your way oh brilliant fantastic i mean it's all happening you're doing a music video you're going to a screening everything sounds good at the moment for you guys yeah yeah it's all on the up you know we're just trying to keep active you know keep yeah. on writing yeah. away <laughs> keep doing what you're doing now as we said before um your new album moving on it's, it's out now to buy uh pretty much everywhere do you want to give it a shameless plug yeah, well, yeah, you can, you can buy it everywhere. Uh, please buy the physical because, yeah, it's it sounds better, basically. Yeah. It's on HMV, Amazon, and Google, and iTunes, Apple Music, yeah. and Spotify. And then, plus, we can sign it because we're actually coming over on tour in February. Oh, fantastic. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. So whereabouts are you? Okay. Where, whereabouts are you playing? Have you got a couple well, of dates, a couple of places? It's a sneaky announcement, you know, we haven't actually officially announced it yet, so you're oh. getting that kind of Oh, okay then. Oh, thank you for that. For <laughs> I do. That's two now. We should have to keep an eye out now, though. We will. I will. I have to keep it. We're doing the big You know, we're doing Glasgow, Manchester, London, and the in-between areas, should we say. Fantastic. I'll have to come and catch you. I really will, definitely. Yeah, Again. <laughs> okay, well, thank you guys. You've been great as always. Thank you for having us on again. Love coming on. Oh, brilliant. No worries. Take care.
Bones. And now we have Penny Riviera joining us again. She's been a, a guest on the show a few times um, and she's back with us. How are you, Penny? Hi, I'm very good, thank you. Very, very good. Now, we, I've got another guest in the studio. He's kind of replaced Chloe. Uh, so we've got Ben here. He's hello, 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 hello. <laughs> hello, hello. He's learning all about the country scene. Oh, amazing. It's, it's quite a big and a uh, varied scene to learn about, I think. Definitely. It's not my primary scene, but I'm dipping my toe into it for now. <laughs> oh, well, I hope, you, I hope you like what you find. Oh, I, I am so far. I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. <laughs> Where are you at yeah. the minute, Penny? I can hear kind of music um, in the background. Yeah, I'm actually in Camden. I'm heading to a gig out here um, at the Hawley Arms in a few minutes. So I'm in between an ad agency and, uh, and a live music gig, so I thought I'd speak to you guys on the way <laughs> oh fabulous brilliant good good surround sound atmosphere and everything <laughs> okay now you've been busy um you had your debut ep launch uh it was about a week ago i think wasn't it at the hard yeah. cafe H- how did that go oh it was so much fun and um we were I, I was lucky enough to be able to film it on the evening so we've got a new video out online at the moment and when you're on stage, I think you're so busy focusing on, you know, having the band play in the right order and getting all the words right and just, you know, doing your thing that um, you can't always individually see all the different reactions that you're getting. So to be able to watch back and see all these people that I really love and the friends I've made from the live music scene all in the audience, is just, it was wonderful. It was so lovely. Oh, I bet. Uh, now, the title track of your EP is uh, it's called What's Going On? Um, and yeah. you said that it was written by yourself and somebody called Jake Morell. Now, um, yes. I, if I've done my research correctly, uh, he was discovered by Dermot O'Leary. That is, that's the same Jake Morell, indeed. Yeah, he's um, he played at C to C the last, um, I think it was the last two times, and he's had quite a bit of radio play over some of the BBC bits and pieces. He's he's fantastic. Yeah, br- uh, sounds brilliant. And I mean, uh, tell us a bit about what's going on. I mean, what went into it, and and how was it writing with Jake? On the track. Um, so Jake is a, is a good friend of mine. I met him at a, at a concert a couple of years ago, and um, we've collaborated on actually uh, two of the tracks on the record were written with Jake. Um, and uh, he's he's just a very humble person. You know, he's he's got that kind of Ed Sheeran singer songwriter natural attitude where 
it, it wouldn't matter whether he was playing a stadium or whether he was playing to his friends in his bedroom. He's, he's just so authentic. So he brings that out of the people that he writes with. So every time I sit down, I just, I feel like I can be 100% honest about what I want to talk about and, and what I want to kind of bring out in the music. Okay, well, I think we better take a listen. Do you want to introduce the track for us? Sure, this is What's Going On. Um, it's my, my debut EP uh, single uh, from Penny Riviera, and it was written by me and Jake Morrell about just being able to handle all the things that throw you off and and knowing that sometimes they'll actually come all right in the end. So uh, I hope you really like it. It's called What's Going On. Tell me it's a bad dream And I'm gonna wake up soon Tell me it's a cruel joke The only one who find it funny is You and what's going on that's really lovely it's a, it's a oh, lovely track thank you so much what did you think ben yeah, it was really good it was very nice quite quite relaxing to, to listen yeah. to actually i'd say you, you, you... oh i'm pleased <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, what tell us a little bit about the, the ep as a whole i mean how many numbers have you got on there 
So um, I'm not looking at it right now. I'm, my, my brain's a little foggy, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure there's five. There's five. five songs on it. Yeah, they so, were kind of they were written within um, reasonable quick succession of each other. So it was very much like a headspace and a time period that I was in. Um, so I just felt like they they belong together on that on that first EP. Yeah, I mean, if they're all similar to that track we've just heard, I mean, it's gonna gonna be a great EP, really, and very relaxing, like like you said, oh, thank uh, you so Ben. Much. Would you say this was your favourite song of all of them? Or um, I, th- I think, depending on my mood and depending on what's, what's going on in my life, um, I, you know, I have different reactions to, to different songs. Um, but that particular one for me was really important um, because I actually a lot of people heard it and they automatically assume that it's about like a lost boyfriend or you know like a relationship situation. But it was actually. Um, it's, it's, it can be generalized into anything about losing someone um, before you're ready and when they're ready to leave you. But it was actually written about a friend of mine who um, who had cancer. And he wrote to me and he said to me that he was he didn't want to fight it anymore. And it was the most terrifying, upsetting news that I'd ever had in my life. So um, I tried to write him a song to say that, you know, you know peace with you and, and all of that. But I was so angry and I felt like that he was doing me wrong by giving up so I Mm. ran over to Jake's house early in the morning and I was speaking to his mother in the kitchen saying I want to write something to say how much I love this person but even though I know I should feel sorry for him I'm angry at him because he's not going to fight and she said you know what you write whatever you're feeling and I did and I sent it to him and he listened to it Mm. and it had such an impact on him and he realized how loved he was that, um, yeah, my friend Stephen, he decided to fight a bit more and uh, he went through with the cancer surgery. And right now he's actually engaged and he's cancer-free. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes you need to not say the easy thing but say the truthful thing in your music. I think that's where music's powerful as well. And, and obviously it's done the job and, and you've done a great job. And, I mean, I think that brings us on to a, kind of another discussion point that I know you'd spoken to me about but behind the scenes and supporting other musicians mm-hmm. in the community. And I know that's important to you as well. Oh, 100%. You know, it's, it's a community at the end of the day. You know, um, I think artists are often people that when they were very young, they felt kind of sidelined by, you know, the, the popular kids at school or, you know, the people who, who thought in a, in a less wacky way or maybe were less emotional. So, you know, now that we're adults and we're all out there doing our thing, I think it's especially important that we all support one another. You know, it's, it's not a competition. It's, there's so many opportunities for musicians to tour and make money and collaborate that I really think it's all about just all of us supporting each other and sharing our resources, sharing our fan bases and um, sharing our talents and our time. Definitely. Uh, and now, Ben, you might have even been amongst uh, Penny's uh, community when she was at the Harvard I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't there, I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, basically, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a seasoned member of the Hard Rock Cafe VIP club. Uh, in London. And, and, in London. And um, I got, I received, in fact, I searched through my emails and I received an email inviting me to your concert. Oh, uh, you need to come next time. I, I would love fun. to. Yeah. I, I absolutely <laughs> love it down in, at the Hard Rock Cafe in London. Uh, I go many, many a time and uh, the staff are fant- fantastic there. And I they think are, the, mu- the music scene's brilliant as well. I, I know they uh, regularly host, you know, fun evenings with uh, lots of guests and a variety of acts. And awesome. it's not just rock, and that's the best bit about it. No, it's, it's not. It's a it's whole not. music community. 100%, it really is. It's, it's almost like the Park Lane version of the Bedford or something like that. Exactly. Um, I, yeah, it's fantastic. And what is it like to play there? Um, it's intimate. Like, I'm really pleased that you have the stage so you're elevated um, because that allows you, even though people are really, really close, to kind of 
take yourself out of trying to please everybody and just like really giving the songs a bit of justice. But at the same point, you can really witness all the, like I said, all the faces, like in my video, all the faces that have come there to support you. And um, yeah, I, I like it. It's, it's a great space. What is the country scene uh, like there? Um, I mean, I think uh, the Hard Rock Cafe, and like a, a number of the venues, like the O2 venues in a way, um, in the UK, it, it really depends on what's coming into it. So yeah. sometimes, for example, at the Hard Rock or at the O2, you might have, it might be Led, Leonard Skinner, and then the next time it might be Madonna or it might be you know, Ariana Grande. So it's really a place that can... It can um, it can move itself to fit the audience, and I think that's it's, that's fantastic, especially for touring artists coming in and yeah. trying to put their own individual stamp on it. I mean, we've seen with 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 artists like Mara Morris. I mean, she's teamed up with Zed, hasn't she? There's a crossover yeah. now, isn't there, between pop and country, and yeah. I mean, I think that to be honest, I think from the artist perspective there always has been i mean i don't know anyone who says for example that they're a purely happy person or a purely sad person or they're always angry or they you know we we have our moods and the, the, the issue is that artists are creative thinkers right but at the same point i guess the people with behind the business who created um an industry where they could sell um they had to they had to sell a product so um, they basically created a system that we had to fit ourselves into as opposed to an artist having a system created around them. So um, I, think, I think people have always mixed and matched and, and you know, blended their talents and their time. It's just the system's changing and it's allowing for more fluidity and I, I think that can only be a good thing. Good. Uh, Penny, if you don't mind me asking as well, hmm. with intimate venues such as Hard Rock Cafe, uh, not yeah. just the Hard Rock Cafe but other right. venues playing that are quite intimate, would you say you, you, you love the direct feedback and having those smaller audiences to, to work with and find out their reaction? Oh, gosh, yeah. Do you know what? Like, with the smaller venues, like, I, I really look at the reactions that are coming back at me and, and so do, you know, the various band members that I play with. So depending on how the mood is shifting or how certain songs being received, that will genuinely, on the moment, impact the stories I tell, maybe the speed that I sing the songs at, um, and the various emphasis that I put into the music. So it really, it's one small show, one intimate show is never going to be the same as the next. So that is something different as opposed to perhaps doing like a systemized series of concerts in, in very large scale venues. When you're in a small venue, you get, you're, you've got to be there at that woman, that moment in that time. And if you're not, the next one, it could be slightly different again. Yeah. And, and and really English country music is completely different to the American country music isn't it and and I don't know whether you've seen I think Radio 1 have just covered that with Ward Thomas um, and, and oh, yeah. artists like that um, now Ben you, you won't know but obviously you can tell Penny's got quite an accent <laughs> uh, you're originally from New Zealand if I remember correctly is that right? Y- y- yes I am yeah I've lived in um, a couple of different countries so I think my voice has got a few other Bits in it now, but very, yeah, very much a New Zealander. Yes, yeah. yes. Where in, where in New Zealand, if you don't mind me asking? I'm from Christchurch, it's in the South oh. Island. Yeah, yeah, I It know. was the one that had a big earthquake, but um, we're rebuilding, and you know what? I think people people have become very kind to one another since the earthquake. It, it kind of, it didn't just quake down people's houses, it actually quaked down a lot of divisions in society and, and made us realise we all have these kind of common experiences, good and bad. So it's actually done... I think my town a lot of good. But will you be going back soon? Will you be taking the country music over there? Um, I, uh, I certainly would be up for going over and playing some shows. Um, I'm actually up to Canada in a month, so oh, that's, okay. I'm kind of booked up until the <laughs> end of the year, but I've got, you know, like, my friends back there are, are the families that I grew up with, basically, so 
um, I, I go back to visit, and um, I'm certainly going to be taking the record and, and just seeing, you know, what they think of it, and you know, maybe doing some co-writes with some Kiwi artists out there and yes. seeing what comes out of that as well, you know. Oh, that'll be brilliant. Well, I look forward mm. to hearing what whatever you've got on your plate, whatever uh, you you know write next. So the EP uh, now, it's, it's it's out now. Is that correct? Yes, it is. So it's on pretty much all the major channels, yep. um, mainly uh, so like Spotify, obviously. I'm really, I love the whole streaming service. I use it myself. Um, yep. They're incredibly supportive of independent artists. So I'd say to anyone, you know, go go check it out on Spotify. If you love it, you can purchase the MP3s on CD, I think it's CD Baby and a whole load of other um, outlets, Deezer and that. And then there's a couple of uh, videos as well up on YouTube. So yeah, check it out on anywhere you can find it. I'm pretty sure I'm one of the only Penny Rivieras in the world, so <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of easy to find. It's <laughs> a lovely name. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Penny. Sure.
You're listening to Sound and Country Vision with Tessa Snart on Siren FM. Country Vision on Siren Radio with Tessa Snart and friends, opening up a whole continent of music and magic. Heard the people calling, heard them shout your name, saw the fire blazing, saw them throw their blame. Well, I heard the stories, I've read them all before, page by page I turn them, watch you shut the door.
that was Els Bailey and Wildfire. We had to put that one in there. And the one before was Carrie, Under- Carrie Underwood sorry, with Two Black Cadillacs. And that just about wraps up our Halloween special uh, here on Sound and Country Vision. Uh, thank you to The Rising. They're always fantastic. Uh, Penny Riviera. Uh, ben, you've been brilliant. Have you learned anything? I, I have indeed. That country is actually better than I thought it was. <laughs> well, so, that's good. I'm glad learned, you've I've got us on more. our side. I've learned more. I've <laughs> brilliant. learned more. And thank you, Alex, our producer here in the studio, and to you, dear listener, as well. And for those of you listening uh, live to the show, um, stay tuned for live coverage um, of Bishop Grotest and the University of Lincoln World Cathedral Cup football. You'll be better at this, Ben. Yeah, Cathedral Cup. So it's cathedral just their football match. Uh, but yeah, stay yes. tuned. Stay tuned for more on that. Sounds exciting. And uh, happy Halloween. Cowboy went riding out one dark and windy day Up on a ridge he rested as he went along his way When all at once a mighty herd of red-eyed cows he saw Plowing through the ragged skies And up a cloudy draw Their brands were still on fire and their hooves were made of steel. Their horns were black and shiny and their hot breath he could feel. A bolt of fear went through him as they thundered through the sky. For he saw the riders coming hard and he heard their mournful cry. Their eyes were blurred, their shirts all soaked with sweat He's riding hard to catch that herd, but he ain't caught them yet Cause they've got to ride forever on that range up in the sky On horses snorting fire As they ride on, hear their cry Riders loped on by him, he heard one call his name. If you want to save your soul from hell riding on our range, then cowboy, change your ways. If they are with us, you will ride, trying to catch the devil's herd across these endless skies. Yippee, I Yes. Mm-hmm.